0: What up, everybody? Welcome to the Bourbon Buzz and Ballin' Podcast. That's Colby, I'm Dutt, and it's Masters Week this yes. week. Among other sports, we got a few topics that we want to talk about this yeah, week. The, Drink a
1: little bourbon. That's right. The, the basketball tournament's ended this week, so exciting week, you know, with the basketball ending and the Masters Week. and Best week in sports for me. Baseball season started, and hockey season's about to... Go into playoff mode, so yeah.
0: yeah. NBA, NBA season, game, almost yeah, playoff yeah. mode. Yeah,
1: NBA and NHL are pretty, pretty yeah. close to each other with their seasons.
0: Well, we're about three weeks away from the NFL draft.
1: Yeah, yeah, of April.
0: Uh, and when's so. the NBA lottery? Lottery show in June, isn't it? Yeah. In June, anyway. be yeah. well, we, we a little while for that. We man. mentioned that because Charlotte Hornets, you know, Charlotte yeah. Hornets got – I think the fourth best odds. Right. Yeah. I mean,
1: we might, you know, we might have Bryce Young come to the Panthers and Brandon Miller come to the
0: Hornets. That'd be pretty yeah. sweet. Or that, or that, that uh, if they get the first pick overall, oh, yeah, that, it'll be that, that, Victor that
1: Wembia or Xavier yeah, way.
0: Seven foot four. Freak. Freak. Yeah. 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 He's pretty. I watched video of him finally for the first time the other night. Well, they
1: say he can play all five positions. He
0: looks like he could do it to me. I mean, he was he was running the. Running the point and driving and, and finger roll from the free throw line. Yes, it's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, yeah. So we got a good, we had a good, exciting uh, week of sports, and uh, let's let us lead us off into yeah, the
1: opening. Let's go into our opening toast. toast. Like I mentioned, uh, the basketball tournament's wrapped up, so uh, you know, let's start with toasting uh, LSU and UConn. You know, yeah. the uh, LSU women.
0: Weren't really p- predicted to, to do I, that well this season. and They're lucky. They almost got knocked out of the Sweet 16. I yeah. mean, Utah had a chance to bury two free throws and knock them out. Yeah. And, yeah. and LSU went on a run from there.
1: And then uh, UConn, which that didn't surprise me. I mean, yeah, yeah they were a four seed, but
0: they they the only reason they it. were a four seed is because they struggled early in the year. Right, and, uh, and I think they won every game in the uh, NCA by double by digits. by double digits. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah.
1: They 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 spanked everybody they played.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. It was. Uh, they're well coached. They're well coached. I mean, Danny Hurley comes from a long line. So, right. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, so, and he's in the shadow in the shadow of yeah, his brother was, for yeah. his whole life, <laughs> right. and now he comes out of the shadow yeah, of his brother. That, I think that that's was UConn's sweet. fifth.
1: I mean, UConn's a that's a basketball powerhouse. When you, well, uh, when you combine yes. the men and the women, how many championships they've
0: won in basketball, it's pretty impressive. It's very impressive. I mean, that was part of of my coming in hot topic yeah. really is at this point, obviously, you have to consider UConn a blue blood of basketball. I mean, there's no oh, absolutely. five championships absolutely. like you said. Five championships, three different coaches. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I put them with UCLA – Duke, North Carolina, mm, Kentucky, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah I, I knew mean, there was somebody I was yeah, forgetting. And they've been, they hadn't. Kentucky's been struggling the last few years, so that's why I forgot about them. But yeah, those are, those are some definite blue bloods.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know, and it's been kind of a, a discussion. It seems like lately is. Is is UConn a blue blood? But honestly, I mean, I don't think that's ever really been a thought in my mind because well, when I think of college basketball, UConn always comes to mind to me as a powerhouse. Right. Well,
1: and I guess where people maybe are not considering them a blue blood because a lot of times blue blood is is over a long period of time, and and UConn's had more recent success than they have. True. Sure. You know, like going back to UCLA. I mean, UCLA. You go back to. Bill Walton, Lou Cinder days. Right. Yeah, but yeah, you know, dude, in North the, Carolina. Is the late
0: key. 90s really new history? No, it, it's It's kind mean, of it, old history yeah, now. Yeah, now, if you think It is. It's it it a quarter of a century away, you it know. Is. So def- definitely, to me, they've Oh, I, yeah, I agree. Kind of always I, been a blue blood for I, me. I definitely think that they have
1: crashed that party. Yeah. You know, they might not have been an original blue blood, but yeah. they've, they've definitely crashed
0: that party. And, and quite possibly, you know... The hottest of the blue bloods, really. I mean, when you think of UNC, oh, I mean UNC. You think of Dean Smith, mm-hmm. but that cat only had two championships. Right. You know, two Natties, and and both of them were gift championships. Really, I know the UNC fan base didn't <laughs> like that, but. But I mean the 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 freak pass, the the phantom pass in his first championship, yeah. and then the Chris Webber timeout, yeah, kind of some gift championships for for the considered maybe what the probably the second or third greatest college basketball coach yeah. ever.
1: Yeah, but I think in basketball it's not it's not necessarily measured just by championships. I think it's more. You know, Final Fours and Sweet Sixteens, and how consistently you get there year after year. And I think, I think that's why UNC because they are always they're always a contender. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. And they're always a, a team that that name just carries that clout. You know, oh, UNC, yeah. Duke, Kansas is another one that we can throw in there as a blue blood.
0: Yeah, it's certainly Kansas. Uh, you
1: know. So yeah, uh, but yeah, no, UConn. Impressive, and you know what was what I found out afterwards. So the uh, the best player on LSU, Angel Reese, I think her name is, mm-hmm. and her cousin, she's cousins with Hawkins from UConn.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So they they were talking about getting a, having a big family, family reunion party. and because <laughs> celebrating both championships. That that was pretty neat that that they were cousins. So. Who hey, you got as an opening toast?
0: Well, I mean, just gonna gonna come in on your coattails on that Caitlin Clark. Oh, absolutely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna toast Caitlin Clark and and the Iowa Hawkeyes. You know, just for you know, obviously taking down the what seemed like the most invincible team, South Carolina, and then of course, you know, Caitlin, which she had 41 points in the semis and. That's never been done. Right. Oh, Either man man or woman, I know. Set
1: all kinds of records.
0: And 30 points in the final and, you know, talked a lot of shit along the way (laughs) while she was doing it. And and,
1: and you know what I liked also, though, is she's now come to Angel Reese's defense. Absolutely, yeah. Saying, hey, that's what we need. Sure, sure. Because, I mean, you know, I was watching it in real time and she didn't ever, you know, get upset. I mean, Uh -uh. she took it.
0: She she's been and dishing if, it if out. If you're going to dish it, right. you got to exactly. be able to take it. And she exactly. did it. And like
1: I said, now she's come to her defense. And you know, the LSU coach, you could see when they were doing the handshake line, she told her, "You're a generational talent." I mean, that she she she, can, she, she can make she's fun to watch. Good. She's she can, fun to watch. I
0: mean, the whole women's game to be honest with you, the whole women's game has really opened the door this year, I mean I think T V television ratings were were off the charts yeah. for the women's game. And then the fact that you have the little heat between, you know, Reese and Clark Well talking that's what and, 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 and that was one
1: thing that Clark said was hey our game needs that. Yeah, it it'll bring does. more it'll bring more
0: viewers. It does. And why should why shouldn't women be talking shit when they're playing? I mean the men do. Exactly. <laughs> so. Exactly. I know that a lot of the Iowa fans are a little upset over it, but I, I thought, you know, Clark coming to Reese's right. defense and Absolutely. saying, hey, it's part of the game. Absolutely. And it is part of the game. Yeah. Anybody that has played organized you- sports, I mean, it is a huge part of the game, is yeah. and if you're going to dish it, talk. if you're
1: going to dish it as hard as Clark was dishing it, you you better be able to take it. So. Yeah,
0: exactly. But anyway, yeah. So she had a thousand point season, only 11th player ever to do that, and first ever 40 point triple double
1: yeah so and you can then, go on and on yeah I I, I I jotted down a couple stats on her she averaged 31 point eight points per game for the tournament which is the most ever for women's or men's yeah um first women or men to have back to back 40 point games uh, and She's not eligible for the no, no. WNBA he,
0: draft. He stole that from my note. <laughs> she's got to go back. I know she got, you got to deal with her again. That's gonna be fun to see what she's she does got, next year. She got Steph Curry range, She man. De- she
1: that, de- yeah, absolutely. When I watched her, I was like, "This is the Steph Curry of, of women because and, and she's smooth like, like that, yeah, and like, and like and like Steph, that. she can dish it. She can handle the oh, ball." Yeah.
0: She's good, man. Uh, she's she's fun got to watch. A, she's got a complete game. She definitely uh she definitely, you know, TV ratings for oh, sure. Yeah. She's going to she's going to draw my my te- I'm going to I'm going to be watching.
1: Oh heck yeah. Even during the regular season, I'm not even going to wait till yeah, tournament exactly. time. I'm going to be looking for Iowa games. Yeah, so she yeah, can, she's she can on. shoot it
0: from from the bathroom.
1: Yeah. And she she doesn't have to come off a screen. She doesn't have to have, she can be off balance just kind of catch turn and shoot i mean just like steph i mean it's just a a sweet stroke and yeah it's she was fun to watch i enjoyed it and then then like you said throw throw that trash talk and then on top of that
0: yeah she's a she's a nasty i mean she
1: could quite possibly end her college career as the best female college basketball player ever yeah, that's how good she is, and that's I mean, how. I
0: heard her. I heard her liking to Pistol Pete. They were talking yeah, about Pistol that's a, Pete yeah. type talent.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, because he definitely, in the time when he was playing,
0: was yeah, it was a unicorn. Was just sick, how he how he could do things.
1: All right, well, good. Let's uh, let's raise our glasses to the LSU women, the UConn men, and uh, Miss Miss Kaylin Clark.
0: Yeah, cheers. We cheers. enjoyed the tournament. And San Diego State, for that matter, I I really enjoyed. It. I mean, they fizzled, they well, fizzled, but but still, it was
1: nice to see. The issue I have with that, and let's let's finish our toast first. And I know we're going to talk about what we're sipping on, but you bringing that up kind of leads into my scumbag of the week. I think San Diego State. That was the whole reason for this transition. Didn't really deserve to go as far as they did because I think you could call a foul on every single play, every single possession when San Diego State's playing. But we'll get to that when we move into the to the scumbags. Before we move on, let's let's talk about what we're sipping on tonight.
0: Well, I'm I i do not remember. Oh, I got the I got the Harper I W Harper. In the in the Cabernet cast, right? Yeah. yeah, we we weren't quite as high on it as we thought we were going to be. Still not high on it after my first. <laughs> well, I, hope I didn't make too bad of a face because I like I like Iw Harper. Yeah, yeah. But I don't I don't think you you and I aren't big wine drinkers nah, anyway. Nah. So uh, thank goodness for the bourbon. But um, <laughs> you know I I still don't like it that much. Yeah.
1: Well, and it's funny you mentioned that because over the next uh four or five weeks we're going to be doing dedicated to rabbit hole and one of the rabbit holes is actually finished in a sherry uh yeah i really don't one. like sherry and uh, so we're and it's actually their most expensive mm, bottle yeah. it's an 80 dollar bottle of rabbit hole where the other ones are 50 and 60 dollars but uh, so yeah we're we're gonna hit that one uh three weeks from now.
0: I see a rye over there too. Yeah, I
1: got I got the whole set. I so do, I so see basically it. rabbit holes got a their their straight Kentucky bourbon, which is their wheat, then they've got a high rye, then they've got a full rye, and then they've got the sherry. Mm. So those are the four that we're gonna do the next four
0: weeks. I actually went and got us signed up with uh Southern Spirits too, so we're now on their allocated list. Oh, okay. So, you know, they have an allocated... They actually have an Easter egg hunt this weekend. Mm. So, you know, those of you listening or, or watching, for that matter, you know, if you're in the Charlotte area, Southern Spirits, this coming Saturday at 9 a.m. has an Easter egg hunt, and you 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 get the plastic egg, and inside the egg is the name of a bourbon that gives you the the ticket to buy so that buy particular that bourbon. They actually have a... Uh, what do they have i mean they had a bunch of stuff um but i think their most notable was was a a rip okay yeah their their big bottle was a 10-year rip so
1: well i i'm uh i'm sipping on a statesman one of one of my favorites yep. the old forster statesman the uh, the rabbit hole the uh, the their straight kentucky bourbon is a 95 proof and uh which just so happens to be what the Statesman oh. is, and you know I like to kind of keep those those proofs in the in the same range. So yeah, I definitely uh, it's always enjoy a good that one. Statesman, and, that, and that'll give me a good uh, benchmark because you know that's a that was a neat for me, right? And uh, right. so I, I'm gonna sip on that during the sports talk ep, uh, portion of the episode, and then my taste buds will be will know if I like that one. The, yeah. the rabbit hole, you know, as good as, as the
0: Statesman's. Well, I might have to drink some water in between because <laughs> my taste buds are going to be burned you, up from this, that. Uh, this, this what, what dry... Is that, cabernet? Yeah, is it's, that? it's dry. Mm. It's really, it's really uh, yeah. tanning. I think you know, we gave that a two. Yeah, I'm not too impressed with it, but anyway.
1: Well, you know what else we're not impressed with? And yes. that's our scumbags of the week. All right. And like I mentioned earlier, when you when you brought up San Diego State... I mean, you, I'm not going to knock them for being who they are. I I knock the officials because So you
0: so you don't like how how physical and and Well, just they kind of manhandle people. It
1: seems though like I mean, I I saw them physically pushing people to the floor in no call. Yeah. And then but when the other team barely touches them, the whistle, the, the here comes the whistle. So if you're going to if you're going to let one team be physical, you got to you got to let the other team be even if that's not their style. It's almost like the refs buy into that's their style, mm. so we're going to let them get away with it. But this is a finesse team, so we're not going to let them, you know, do anything uh it, it was just to me officiating all season long has been pitiful. It's been atrocious. The championship game, LSU and Iowa the officiating was terrible. I mean, they called a yeah. technical yeah. on Caitlin for just kind of throwing the ball behind her back. It wasn't like she was deliberately trying to delay the game or anything like that. It was – it's the national championship. You right. just got to – you know, and, and how many times did LSU's coach on the sideline come five feet onto the court or run it, bump into yeah, an official? Yeah. And they never teed her up. I mean – inconsistency is my biggest issue and and you know we we even talked about it during the college football season yeah it's
0: been that way across all sports you it know? really has and I, you know I was
1: talking to some other people and I was like has officiating always been this bad and we're just now because of technology and slow motion and and all the cameras they use nowadays are we just catching it more? Or has it actually gotten
0: worse? Well, I think I think from a football standpoint, I think you can listen to some of the some of the pros, some of the NFL players have talked about certain um, officials that are retired and now in the booth. And I've I've heard them say, you know, we need more officials like that back out on the field because mm. some of the better officials have gotten away from being on the field and have taken those bigger higher paying jobs in the booth as as a uh, the, the rules those, expert yeah the rules expert and so i definitely think you know there's a there's a combination of things i, I certainly think that the talent level has diminished mm-hmm. and then the fact that we have The cameras on everything. Yeah, you can't get away with shit. You can't get away with nothing. And and Um, and they're going to be quick to
1: point out anything you missed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: all that does is it makes their jobs harder and makes them look worse. worse Second
0: guess themselves, right? And And it
1: incites us as fans to to you know, baseball season just started, and I've already seen numerous articles written about horrendous calls. You know, strike calling strikes when it's a foot out of the strike zone or missing plays at first base. At least they do have instant replay. And, you know, it might be time that that we do bring more technology into officiating games. No, you don't want to slow games down, but you
0: still want to get things right. It's going to be interesting, you know, because at the youth, at the youth sports level, there's a serious need for officials because there's a ton – of officials, you know that just have quit officiating youth sports mm. because of the parents, yeah. the coaches. Well, I mean, know, I've seen this, I've
1: seen videos of like of the officials getting
0: attacked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. by
1: by angry parents. Yes. I mean,
0: yeah. So, I mean, if you if you think about it in terms of you know at, at the at the very low levels, you know where they you would you would like to see some. Some officials learn to trade and move up to high school. Well that's and move the way to it, yeah, that's the way, it, that's used the way to be. it used to be. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. They're going to these schools now. Yeah, getting and,
1: certified. Yeah.
0: And it's kinda like like a trade job, you know, a trade, you know, like for example, a home inspector, you know, my field. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a knock on home inspectors that go take a you know, a three month class and then become a home inspector. Right. Well, the ones that have built homes and have learned a trade and then moved into home inspection field they typically are a better home inspector. It's kind of the same yeah. thing, you know. An official that kind of learns pays his dues, yeah, puts in his craft at a slower level, where you can actually learn.
1: Yeah, the, I mean that makes sense. I mean, even in in my field of manufacturing, if you spent time out on the floor and work, worked work all the different positions, you know, you you have a better understanding. You're better
0: just your perspective is so yeah. much better. Yeah. 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 yeah it makes sense same so, way with with officiating i think we got i mean i don't, i don't know i don't i don't want to blame it on anything in particular but you know the diversification of officiating it seems like we're putting more emphasis on diversifying our officials versus qualifying our officials Right. and that could be a part of it you know there's it's a, it's a it's a conglomeration of things i think okay yeah, I, I'm on board with that, but I think officials are clearly scumbags. <laughs> the last few years has been hard. To it, watch. it really has. It really has. And it's only going to get worse, you know, until it, it gets. Got to get worse till it gets better. The old saying, you <laughs> know, because you know this instant replay is becoming a bigger factor, and it just destroys the momentum of the game, right? Big time, and it was really on display during the tournament. Mm-hmm. I mean it was so much yeah. stoppage of play and they took forever yeah. they'll go over I that mean, thing and <clears throat> yeah. spin it back and run it back and
1: you know where they go to find out what whose fingertip did the ball go off of last just make the call that's not as important you know they'll review that kind of stuff but a dude gets a finger jammed in his eye and uh, they won't review that. Yeah, You know, they missed that call. They won't mm-hmm. review that, but they want to s- slow down and use up three minutes to figure out who the ball go off of last. Yeah, did, did you see the ball and, change direction? Yeah, and See, I don't think it should even be that because it should be, you know, if you're going up and the ball goes out that way and the guy behind you, even though he might have hit your hand. And that's what – but that's still the reason the ball went out of bounds. So, don't spend all this time trying to figure mm. out who actually was in contact with the ball last. It, use, use your eyes and whoever caused the ball to go out of bounds, that's who the yeah, other team should get like, it. Like it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then uh, <clears throat> before we go to yours, I had one more scumbag that was relating to, to the whole college basketball tournament, and that was the first lady. Miss Jill Biden. Yeah. And... Participation and, trophy. Exactly. And, you know, they passed a law now in North Carolina yeah. where they're doing away with participation trophies. And,
0: really, should our, I... agree with that, but damn, should our damn Congress... Yeah, exactly. I mean, why are we wasting State time on ref, that kind of thing? Should they be involved yeah. in this Why, kind why of are we spending is? time and money on that? But, Although, I do agree with but the... But I do agree the, with, the with the it. principle, yeah. you know, for sure, but, yeah, Jill, you know, they were never invited the runner-up. No, and... and
1: It almost came across racist to me, Hmm. because you've got LSU, which is uh, predominantly African Americans, and you got Iowa, which is a predominantly white team, and so you're gonna, you know, invite the runner-up who's never, you know, this the 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 being invited to the White
0: House is. Is a reward for a being the champion. Right, it's a privilege. You don't don't being the champion of the entire field for sure. We've never invited a runner-up. No, Man, that's some bullshit. It, I mean, it was that's some bullshit uh, participation award crap. No, crowd. Yeah, no, and I'm glad. And Kate, I mean, uh, what's her name? Uh, Angel. Angel said, "We'll go to yeah, the we're going Obama's. to the Obama's house." Yeah,
1: <laughs> which there again, you know, it, it draws, it makes a divide, which is not sure, good for any no, it's anybody. Not good. But hell, Jill. But Joe, it was.
0: President Biden would fall asleep anyway, so. <laughs> what does it matter? But yeah, no, that's that, as political as I'm going to get.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I don't want to turn it into any more than just the fact that Jill Biden, no. God, I do
0: mind that stuff.
1: So yeah, Jill, the first lady, mm-hmm. is is uh, my other scumbag along with the, the college. Basketball officiating, or like you said, we can just say all officiating in all sports for the last two years. All right,
0: who you got? I got, I got probably our MVP of the scumbags <laughs> for, for Bourbon Buzz and Ball, and this will be his third appearance on the scumbag. Yep, yep. The da- owner Daniel Snyder of the Commanders, they finally, he finally announced that in May. He will be selling the team, and his disgraceful ownership will finally come to an end. Yes. However, <laughs> he hasn't finalized on who he's going yeah, he, to sell Yeah, because he's
1: got two $6 billion offers.
0: Right, but apparently, apparently, Bezos is still in
1: play here. Right, he... he, he. He, he don't, I don't think he wants to sell to Bezos.
0: Well, I think he wants to try to get Bezos to unless, drive the yeah, value. Yeah, unless up. it's just so too he, good to too good of an offer to. So he can't even go out with any class. No. He's going to go out a ass wipe that he is. <laughs> and you know, we're going to be all better off and the Commanders is going or they'll be better off when he's finally gone. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Daniel Snyder, welcome back. It's going back.
1: Yeah, I That's mean, if we, a, if we do if we do give out our our annual award, I don't. Uh, it's no, gonna it's be hands a, down. Hands down, he's number Cause one. He's he's definitely been the uh, the most on the on the list on the award winner. Well, well earned too. All right, well let's uh, let's come in hot then on the, some current events. Let's do it. You know, we mentioned uh, earlier that the baseball season started. Tampa, the Tampa Bay Rays are six and zero, and every single win has been by four runs or more, All right. which is the longest streak for for winning by that many since eighteen eighty four. That's been a while. Yeah, it's been a been a minute. So yeah, Tampa Bay is oh, looking that real back good.
0: back in the 1880s? The Red uh, Stockings, <laughs> Cincinnati Red Stockings. Yeah, I don't
1: even know. I don't even know. But uh, you know, so Tampa's looking real good. The Braves. They're off to a good start. They look good, and yeah. the, the
0: Yankees. Ocuna looking good, and yeah. and what's his name? Uh, Was what's the first baseman's name? Matt what? Olson. Olson without the shift.
1: Yeah, without the when, shift. Well, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's you're already seeing an impact of of the no shift and the bigger bases and the pitch clock.
0: Yeah, and... and stolen uh, bases are right, way up because... Up 80%. Yeah, because you can only throw over twice. I know, that's some bullshit. Man. That's some, <laughs> I mean, as a base runner, as a, as a former stolen base Yeah, now master, I would have loved that. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy that... Yeah. Uh, that you can only, you know, draw I mean take you a nice big lead with every intention on getting back. Yeah. And get your two pitches out, and get your two throwbacks. Yeah.
1: And then get one hell of a lead.
0: <laughs> Man, that's craziness. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Yeah, but I you know, the games are shorter. They're they're coming in under three hours now. Yeah. Which is what what they were trying to accomplish. Uh, so no, I like it. I think it's good.
0: There's been a little talk about you know pitch count, you know, with the uh the, the clock on the pitchers. Is that going to be too much stress on the pitchers because they're throwing in more rapid succession right. than what they were? But I think that's some. I think that's some, an excuse. You know, back in the day, yeah, exactly. Nolan Ryan would
1: would throw 150 pitches a I game, know. and I he know. would pitch every third day. Right. You know, now you got. They don't let them go over a hundred usually. Yeah, and they give them four days off. So, yeah, I yeah, I don't know about all. No, nah, I don't either.
0: I don't either. All right, what else you got? Right, and they're off of baseball, I, I was listening to Leo Mazzoni. He he was guest on a on a show I listened to on the sports talk radio. Is
1: that the old pitching coach for the Braves? Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: He said he said in a couple more years if if Otani. Continues on what he's doing, he'll go down as the greatest player in the history hmm. of the game. Yeah, and I, I can agree, see that. I, agree. I can see that. I mean, go. I mean, in this day in yeah. the modern I mean, era, who's... you got a guy going going seven plus innings, striking out nine, eight, nine, ten, eleven,
1: twelve? Well, yeah, see, that's the difference. You know, there's there's been other people that have have done pitching and and hitting, but he. Does that he does both of them at At an elite elite level, and that that hasn't been done since Since probably Babe Ruth.
0: Babe Ruth is the last time, and Babe only
1: did it. He only pitched what a couple seasons, and and then he just went to strictly hitting. Yeah. So yeah, if Otani can keep that up, where he can stay at an elite level for another three, four, five years on both hitting and pitching, yeah, he he definitely will go down as 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 a goat.
0: Yeah, I thought that was kind of a I thought that was kind of a cool, cool thing. I heard, I heard him say that.
1: What else you got? Well, you know, uh, NFL. There's still, still no movement on Lamar or yeah. or Aaron or Austin Eckler or Odell Beckham. There's things have kind of slowed, slowed down mm-hmm. uh, in in the NFL. I don't know if teams are are turning their attention right now to the draft, which you know, like we mentioned earlier, is going to be in, in about. Three weeks.
0: Yeah, What's three, today's? three, to four weeks. No, it's actually three Under weeks or four weeks. Yeah,
1: sure. it's, it is because today's the sixth. Yeah, so it'll be three. So it's weeks three weeks today. from today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. So uh yeah,
0: we got that coming up. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, I still think Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is is very much in play. Yeah, I they mean, still act like
1: that's pretty pretty much a done deal. I mean. I it's think the Ravens
0: happen. I think the Ravens don't want Lamar gone, you know, and they're, they're I've heard now that somebody somebody said the Ravens are talking drafting a quarterback in the first round, hmm. but but you never know what, what's the truth what's well, I mean, what's truthful out there. Cam's
1: out there. He, yeah, he's, yeah.
0: he he's ready to get back in. And he threw it Auburn's pro day. Yeah, but but then came out yesterday or today and said he'd be willing to be a backup. Yeah. So, yeah. I wonder if he got some intel at uh, the Auburn Pro Day that, hey, you're probably not a starter. Well,
1: you know, the first comment he made was, there ain't 32 right. quarterbacks out there that are better than me. And he probably – there's probably some truth to that. Yeah. I mean
0: eh. – There's not 32 better athletic right. quarterbacks. Uh, yeah. But, I mean – But, yeah, I,
1: I, I do – yeah, he did – and he, he mentioned uh, – Jalen Hurts and Tua uh, yeah, and Lamar
0: and He said he's got nine teams that he'd be willing to back up for. Yeah, Josh Allen. The Browns, the Ravens, the Bears, the Dolphins. Yeah. Deshaun Watson. Titans, Eagles, Jets and Bills and Commanders are the nine teams that which is kind of an interesting list, really. I mean, he well, even I think, said, "I think Deshaun Watson." He even remarked about Deshaun Watson's character. Well, I think, I mean, and I think part of it is
1: the teams that he picked.
0: Yeah,
1: they've got either a quarterback that has injury
0: history, right? Right,
1: or it's i.e. Tua, or it's a similar or similar style like a Deshaun.
0: And I don't blame him for that. Right.
1: Yeah. No, so he, I think there was definitely some strategic thought put into the, the names that he named off right you know or it's it's going but he also said that he would be willing to go to the teams that draft Bryce Young, CJ yeah. Stroud because he would enjoy mentoring them and
0: i mean i or con- or perhaps they'll struggle and he'll get punched, exactly, punched in the exactly. line i
1: mean bottom line is he wants to be on the field yeah so oh, I, yeah. I don't i still don't buy the fact that he would be a happy second in command. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I do appreciate everything he said. You know, and, and this this is that's an Alabama alum talking about an
0: Auburn guy. Yeah, so. I mean, I like Cam. I do. I like Cam. I like, yeah, I like his personality. And I think like the Panthers just wore him out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, they beat him up. I mean, he, but how
1: fun would that be if if you know if the Panthers Panthers drafted? C.J. or Bryce, and then they brought in Cam also. But then yeah, again, but would they, that cause a big – What about
0: Andy Dalton? I mean, they signed yeah, Andy true, Dalton. They, yeah. I mean, they, got the, they got a better quarterback and <laughs> do backup. They? Do they? Come on, man. What's his, what's the his Red Rifle? Red Rifle? Do they? Red Rifle's way better than Cam do they? Newton, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. Cam Newton, they line them up at, at – Wildcat for a few plays. That's about we'll it. Play them kind of like a Taysom Hill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A little gadget. Yeah. So, so that that's that's some NFL news. Um, I don't know. I, I just the latest mock drafts ain't nothing really changed in the latest mocks. Nah, he- I mean the most interesting thing kind of is is kind of falling. Following
1: the whole Jalen Carter thing, you know. Right. You got some people saying, oh, he's still going to be a top five pick. And then you got some, you know, NFL teams that are saying, oh, he's not even
0: on our draft board. And and according, according to the info, Jalen Carter's not even going to interview with any team outside, outside the, the top, the top 10. ten. Yeah, that's what, uh, that's that's crazy.
1: what his, that's what his uh, agent
0: said. Yeah, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. Which, you know, it's bold, mm. but also – You're alienating. What if a team was thinking of trading up to get you? So, you know, the the teams that are are 1 through 10 today... May not be one through ten when the draft
0: no. happens. No, I think it just speaks loudly of his character, man. I mean, I didn't know if maybe his ankle bracelet could only go so far. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he might not be able to get out of Georgia That's what I'm of State lines with That's what I'm probation. They, they might have to come here or I mean come to Georgia and, and hey, only team he, <laughs> only team he can draft the is the Falcons. Falcons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you're reprimanded to the state of Georgia, so <laughs> Falcons are going to have to draft. Just so guess what, they're probably going to wait till the 7th. Yeah, round. yeah, you're going to be a Mr. irrelevant. <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't know if the
0: Falcons have a last pick, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I saw kind of a an interesting stat. O- over the last 15 years, all the quarterbacks taken in the first round, mm-hmm. 44% failure rate.
1: I was going to I was going to say it's, it's usually about a 50-50. Yeah. So it's actually 40 so it's 56. Do good, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. so it's so a little bit more
0: favorable. So basically, two out of the five, you know, way if you if you consider Hendon, Herndon,
1: oh, yeah, yeah, and so uh, Levis, so you basically Anthony Richardson, Levis, Levis and Herndon, and Herndon if, if they go in the first round, two of them two are of probably them, gonna be,
0: yeah, two of them are gonna flop, yeah, and who's gonna be the floppers, that's what's that's that's. That's, that's, that's where that's, jobs are, are jobs, well, won yeah, or lost. That's it. Who's going to be the floppers?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, speaking of Bryce, it came out that he scored through the roof on that that test they give Wonderlic. the quarter. No, not the wonder look. It's a new one that they give the quarterbacks. That uh-huh. They basically, like they'll flash up on a screen six shapes, and you have to quickly identify the one that is different. Hmm. So it's supposed to measure your reaction. Hmm. And, and they said Brock Purdy was the highest scorer last year. So, it's basically supposed to be an indicator of Processing how quick you can process things. Yeah. And if you can do it speedy, then you're not going to have as big a struggle transitioning from the speed of the college game to the speed of the mm. pro game. So, they said, you know, people that have elite scores are Josh Allen, Brock Purdy. Um, they named a couple more. I can't remember who who the other ones they were naming, but they were saying this year Bryce scored through the roof. Which, doesn't surprise no, me. No, it doesn't surprise me. Either. I mean no, I mean that's his
0: feather in his cap. If Bryce actually, if
1: Bryce Young was over six foot tall, there there would be no question who the number one pick you know, Yeah no who, doubt was gonna be.
0: I still think I still think Bryce Young I'm betting my money Bryce Young's number one. Yeah, I you know, I I do I think so too.
1: I hope so. Um but you never know. Uh, but I do think he will be – he will turn out to be the best from this draft class. Whether he goes number one or not, I don't – I think he's head and shoulders above the rest of them and he will have the better career. And, and, I, hey, think, and I think – he's going to fill out too, And know, I think he will stay healthy. I don't think he is going to be an injury risk. No. I don't think durability is going to be an
0: issue. And, you know, most teams are striving every year to keep their quarterback clean. Right. I mean, I every, mean team, every quarterback gets right. hurt. What You What know, team it, desires not to have a good offensive line? It, it, yeah. so. I mean, it,
1: is he going to have injuries? Yeah. Yes, he is. But I don't think he's going to be – you know, I think he's going to be a Drew Brees, a Russell Wilson. You know, yes, they've had injuries. They've lost seasons or lost games. But – Over the big picture, they weren't – it wasn't an issue. They were franchise quarterbacks, you you know. And uh, I I see Bryce that same way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So. I see you got a new hat on. Boom. Yeah, yeah, I didn't wear my bourbon buzzed and balling hat. I'm representing the Masters this year. Okay. It's Masters week. Stay calm, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, we haven't
1: talked uh, since you've been back. I mean, we've we've texted a little bit, but we haven't – Talked about your experience going down and watching the practice round on Monday.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got to go Monday. We uh, so my family and I, you know, we all get together and we submit our we submit our uh, our tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, our lottery lottery, yeah, the lottery application. And and two years running now, we've been one person in our group's been chosen. So we've gotten to go to back to back Mondays. Um, it's awesome. It's a great trip, man. We we do a golf outing in there and uh, have a good time. I hit the flag from a, from a hundred yards uh, on a par. I almost had my first hole in one. Mm-hmm. I hit I hit about six inches above the hole, mm-hmm. and uh, it ricocheted back about six feet. I mm-hmm. missed my birdie putt. <laughs> Way from, uh, from a potential hole in one to yeah, to a par. I rattled the pin, man. I rattled the pin so. Um, but yeah, so so the Masters and beautiful as always. Augusta's always a treat to go see. Um, you know, one, you know, obviously my my takeaways. You know, they they lengthened the thirteenth tee box. Mm-hmm. They 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 bought a piece of you. you were, I don't know if you remember. You remember the first time you and I went? Yeah. The First time I had ever. We both had ever. Right. That's the only time. I've And ever you been. remember we went late on Thursday Mm -hmm. because we got to our hotel and the badges were there. So we went late on Thursday and we went in the Southern gate, which is around hole 16. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I don't know if you remember this when we were at Amen corner, looking back towards the 12th green, you could see Augusta country club. Mm -hmm. You remember the golfers that were up there Mm -hmm. in the woods? Well, that's Augusta country club. Well, Augusta national bought a large piece of that, country club that hole mm-hmm. so they could move 13 oh, okay. back so they moved the tee box back to 13 which is a par five it's a very pivotal hole i think it's going to make a huge difference in the masters this year because it's not going to be such an easy golf no, hole not, not a gimme no I, and i think you know given the the weather predictions we're gonna see yeah it's supposed to be wet every day yeah. which i don't
1: know really, i don't think it rained today on them
0: yeah, it, 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 it trickled a little, a little bit, bit, you know. It was a little bit of rain. Kind of like Monday, it trickled yeah. a little bit. But, you know, one thing. So, I followed, I got to follow Rory, Tiger, um, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas. Um, did you give him a roll tide? I did give JT a roll <laughs> tide, and he did, he did cut his head. He looked over. Um, but, yeah, I was up real close to uh, – to some of those guys on some of the tee boxes, but one thing I did notice in the practice round there was a lot of laying up going on.
1: Speaking of the rain, sounds like we're yeah, about to, we're get, about it to get it here.
0: Too. Um, there was a lot of laying up going on on thirteen. Okay. And fifteen, there was a lot of laying up. So anyway. did
1: so did did it go from being a um, a an eagle hole? Oh to yeah, 13 birdie yeah. Or par hole. Yeah, 13
0: or... was for for the long hitters, Yeah. 13 was a was a driver 7 8 iron yeah. into a and par a 5. Pump. Now it's a driver 5 4 iron hybrid for some. Right. So there's going to it's going to so you know So they took it from a potential bird. I mean a potential eagle to a, to a, a yeah, potential and, birdie. And you know you got Rays Creek cutting it off in the front. So the layup has got to be strategic and, yeah. and, and going for it, you, if you don't hit the green and, and have spin cause you're with a longer iron, right? you risk going over the green into the azaleas or into yeah. a back bunker. And then you also, you're always flirting with Ray's Creek across the front. So yeah. it's going to make for a really interesting masters, I think. Hmm. Um, now today was beautiful conditions for the most part. And yeah. you know, you have, Three guys out the gate at seven under, you know, John Rahm, Victor Hovland, and Brooks Kepka. Well, I know Rahm was one of the betting favorites
1: with Scheffler, you know, the yeah. defending champ and, and Rory.
0: And Rory, Rory's shit shitting the bed already. Is he? Yeah, he, I think Rory, man, he just just chokes a little bit at Augusta. But Victor Hovland's a great golfer, and, and he's always have, he's always been in the mix. Um, I don't think he's ever had a very good Masters, so it doesn't surprise me him out the gate. And then Brooks and course, Brooks Brooks, 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 Kepka, is, Brooks is long. Yeah, he's long and strong, and a multi you know multi major winner U.S. Open. Um, but nobody really knew because Brooks is on the Live Tour now. Right, he's not on the PGA, yeah. and he hasn't really been playing a full schedule. But he looked really good today. Yeah, I think that's
1: what they said about Dustin Johnson also, that he hasn't, you know, played a ton of golf this this year so far. Yeah,
0: he looks looks smooth, man. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I I thought it was interesting that when I was looking at some of the Masters stuff that uh, old Scheffler, if he can repeat, it would be the first repeat since Tiger did it back in early 2000, like 2002, and it would only be the fourth time
0: because only
1: Tiger, Jack, and Faldo are the only ones that have ever yeah, won back to back.
0: Pretty elite company. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that would be
0: would no, be impressive. But no, uh, I, I got to watch Scotty hit some balls. I didn't see him out on the course Monday, but I did. I did get to see him hit some balls. Man, he's just a, he's a unique golfer, and, and Augusta's great for him because you know not every not every touring pro anymore can work a ball left to right or right to left. They all have, like Dustin Johnson. He's a fader. He's a constant left-to-righter. That's yeah. what he wants to play. So, you know, Augusta doesn't always set up for him, especially if you get wind yeah. out of different directions, whereas Scotty Scheffler, he can carve the ball left and right. Yeah. So, I mean, he's just, he's just an awesome golfer.
1: Well, and I think uh, Scheffler, I was looking at his menu for the champion's dinner. <laughs> and I think it was like Texas barbecue, like a traditional Texas, yeah. like barbecue, and these are Texas and, dude. and baked beans, and just just kind of a, a, a plain thing. So uh,
0: can't be any plainer than Bubba. Bubba, yeah. Bubba's had it twice, and both times grilled chicken breast. Yeah, I yeah. mean, all right. Well, while we're while we're talking
1: about the the menu, let's let's have a little fun here. Let's uh, let's let's each give our what our champion's dinner menu would be. All right. You want to go first or let me go first? You go first. Mine's bougie. I knew yours, Mine's would. I knew yours would be bougie. <laughs> Mine's bougie. And actually, mine, when I was in Tuscaloosa a couple of weeks ago, I kind of had some. Kind of <laughs> had it. Yeah. So I'm going to start off with some some raw oysters.
0: I, I, I like that.
1: I'm going to start off with some raw oysters. That's
0: been on the menu before.
1: Yeah, I'm def- that's my appetizer. We definitely have some raw oysters. And then I'm going to have a bone-in filet with, with a lobster tail, so a little surf and turf. Uh-huh. So filet and lobster. Now on the sides, I'm going to have three side dishes. I'm going to have some braised cabbage. I'm going to have a loaded baked potato because you can't have a steak without a good loaded baked potato. And then I'm gonna have my wife's spaghetti mac and cheese. Now you know I'm gonna be there enjoying dinner, but she's gonna have to work.
0: <laughs> spaghetti yeah. she, mac and cheese. She gonna have to. Oh, ma- she does spaghetti noodles. Oh yeah. And
1: mac and oh, cheese. it's it is so good. And then I'll have to bring my mama too, cause she's gonna have to make the desserts, cause we are gonna have my mama's pumpkin pie for dessert. I got you. So, so that that's my menu.
0: Well, I think uh, Sergio Sergio served up his mom's. Dessert before, too. Yeah. so you were, I mean, you I was, to,
1: I, you know, on the dessert, I was like, what would I want? And I was like, you know, because I love some cheesecake. I love some ice cream, like, uh, you know, even some uh, gelato, you know. But I was like, if I got one dessert, I'm going to have a slice of my mama's pumpkin pie. <laughs> 'Cause I only get
0: it once a year. Well, <laughs> right, you can get it more than that.
1: I could, but don't I don't live that far. No, what I'm saying is she usually only makes it at Thanksgiving. Right. right maybe Christmas. Right. So maybe twice a year, but December and November are so close together. Uh so yeah, that that would be my that's my bougie champions menu. All right. Let's hear yours.
0: Well mine mine's I guess kind of bougie and I, I go I give I give my past champions choices here. Okay. So, I, I got Bang Bang Lobster Bites Okay, instead of Bang Bang Shrimp. Yeah, I, I was going to say, of, I, I ain't you, never had that, but it um, sounds it good sounds as fuck. Good, <laughs> does sound good. It was, <laughs> you um, was making up shit. Now. No, I did. I, 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 hey, I'm the champ. That's right. I'm the it's champ. Your, it's your menu. That's right. Bang Bang Lobster Bites. I, said, <laughs> we, I figured we're at Augusta. We, gonna, we, we gonna, can we, afford we, some
1: we gonna, lobster. Yeah, I got lobster on mine. We're going to have to try some. We're going to have to try and make some of those
0: tomato bisque soup. I had to have my tomato soup yeah, in love, there. You love some tomato soup. So I give them two menu choices, two, uh, two entree choices. Okay. Seared bluefin tuna on an avocado salad. Now can I get that raw instead of seared? Yeah, okay. absolutely. I'm going to I might have to order and mine when raw. when I say seared, I'm talking about t- you just, yeah, just, just a light seared. Yeah. Bone in ribeye. Yeah, you, we both went with the bone in. I mean, bone in. You I, went fillet. Yeah, because that's my favorite right. steak. You know? I went ribeye because that's mine. And it's
1: it's funny that we both went bone in, but but the bone in man, it makes I, a difference. I, when I first did it, I did a wagyu fillet.
0: Oh, but, I was but then I wagyu. was like,
1: and then I almost did
0: a wagyu bone in, but I was like, I'm just gonna put bone in because any bone in fillet is good, delicious. I almost did Wagyu for my appetizer, like... like. Oh, I had a Wagyu appetizer steak last time
1: we went to Vegas. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah. Even my daughter, who hates steak, yeah, she no, was like, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I would eat that. You can't, you can't go wrong with Wagyu beef. <laughs> so so bone-in ribeye served on garlic mashed. I don't, okay. I'm i not a baked potato guy. No, I... I but I, you I, got to have a potato. You got to right? have potato, but I... Yeah. I, I, of course, when I make my potato,
1: I'm... Whipping all the bacon right. and sour yeah. cream and butter, yeah. so it's you, about like a mashed yeah, potato you at that well.
0: point. And uh, and then on, on my dessert, I went. Nah, I like I, that. I, I like went that total. I like know, that southern. I almost went with with a southern style, but you know, I went peach cobbler with vanilla bean ice cream. I do
1: love. I love some peach yeah, cobbler with peach some cobbler. ice cream.
0: Peach cobbler is good, and that's you know, a good that's, one. That's a good. That's a good. And then I'm hungry now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All this talk about this
0: good food. That's it, man. That's my champion's dinner. Okay, I, I'm I'm good with either. I'm good with the full. Man, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go there three nights in a row so I can get all three of these meals. No, you're gonna have to just win. You got to win the Masters, <laughs> and you can have you can have bang bang lobster That's bites. Oh, I can have any. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Because we we gonna do that. Mm-hmm. We gonna do that. We should make our own. Yeah, absolutely. We're definitely going to do that. Because we both like some bang-bang shrimp. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're going to have to try
1: that. Because I've, I've never seen it hurt. Heard... I mean, they've got, you know, at, at, at Chill Fire, they've got the uh, Angry Lobster. But it's not the it's not the bang-bang.
0: The mm-hmm.
1: You know, I, we might could even talk to them and get them to
0: <laughs> whip us up Whip some. it up one night. All right. That's it, man. All right, well, that was that's it. That was good. We, we, we. We feel we feel we, we filled out the episode we always do. <laughs> I know I we're know. always
1: like oh this, this is going to be a quick episode what are we going to talk about and then 55 minutes later it's like okay we need to cut this no, up <laughs> we need it's to wrap this up <laughs> kicking
0: me under the table like let's <laughs> stop let's stop <laughs> yeah all right well
1: you know like i mentioned earlier we are going to do the the rabbit hole series tonight we're going to start with the Cave Hill which is just their small batch uh Kentucky Straight Bourbon so i'll tell more about it when we get over there but yep. Let's uh, make our way over to the bar, try that cave hill, and then we're going to rape that shit. We'll see you at the bar. Cheers.
0: Cheers.